Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to MLS UK Show Stoppage Time World Cup. Yes, we will be doing episodes throughout the tournament and uh, reacting basically to what is happening on the pitch. I'm Henry Hewitt and as always I'm joined by... Elliot Holman. Let's do a World Cup special. I'm excited for this. Yeah, he's finally come around and I don't know about you Elliot, but have you found that you've kind of only been really into the World Cup the last few days? Because MLS has only just finished, obviously the English leagues and uh, only just finished as well. For me, a couple of days ago, it kind of hit me. I went, oh, yeah, the World Cup starts on Sunday. We'd better do some episodes. Yeah, and uh, I have to give full disclosure. Uh, I got out of the shower about an hour ago. In the shower, I was listening to Three Lions. Uh, I listened to uh, Southgate, You're the One, You Still Turn Me On. Uh, quite an interesting thought in the shower. Uh, and uh, also, you remember Canaan waving flag, World Cup anthem, um, just getting myself in the zone, you know? Yeah, that waving flag f- song just reminds me of uh, World Cup uh, PlayStation, when, yes. you know, the loading screen. Um, <laughs> but no, here we are for the World Cup. It's finally here. And uh, yeah, we. I mean, there's one place to start, Elliot, let's face it. And with respect to Canada, we are going to touch on them in a moment. But there is this group, Group B, and it is massive. You've got England, you've got USA, you've got Wales, you've also got Iran, but we don't care about them. Um, I, I tell you what, we are English. Let's start with England then, um, before we move on to the States and then Wales. Um, England have been in the semi-finals of the World Cup in 2018, got to the final of Euro 2020. Can they go one better this time? It's really hard, isn't it? Because you, you, you sort of... Th- you want to be realistic and I, and I think we have been in the weeks leading up to it. You know, you and I have had the odd conversation about the world cup in the last month or so. And then you, you find yourself a couple of days from the tournament, the players have flown out, you know, the team was announced, they've flown out, they've done a couple of days training and you sort of watching it and you think, Oh, we could do this. We could do this. Um, realistically, I do believe it would be, um, it would be difficult to take if they didn't get as far as they did in 2018. Um, because I believe the squad is is the same, if not better, more experienced. Um, so can we do it? We've got a lot of time to talk about this over the World Cup, so let's not jump straight in. But um, I think they have to go deep. England have to go deep. Yeah, I think for me, when I looked at the squad, my initial reaction was... We just, we've got no chance. But I think that's because 
you know, I mean, we're at an age where we rem uh, remember the tw 2006 World Cup very clearly and the big names that were involved there. I mean, England were one of the favourites, had the arguably the best squad of names when you look at Beckham, Gerrard, Lampard, Rooney, Owen, uh, John Terry, Ferdinand, Ashley Cole. And uh, you look at the, the names in this squad and you think, well, it's not actually, I don't think on paper, as bigger names globally in the squad. However, they've proved in the last two tournaments that they actually work better as a team over that one. So you could argue that, yeah, England do have a better chance of winning it. But I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, and this, again, coming as a 32-year-old England fan who has seen nothing but, uh, well, defeats in <laughs> tournaments, really. I'm a massive pessimist when it comes to England in the World Cup. And I just don't think it's going to happen. Um I just don't, yeah, I don't think we're going to get to the final. I'd be, obviously, I'd love it to happen and I'd be supporting them all the way, but I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'm very pessimistic about this one. But, um, you know, in terms of, let's say, any anyone watching from the States or Canada who, um, you know, obviously they may watch the Premier League but aren't as well known to the names that are in the England squad, uh, taking out Harry Kane, who do you think are England's danger man? Well, it's interesting the point you make. If we can link this to what you've just said about, you know, they're not being the big names. Is that not because the Premier League now is is at such a level? You know, the, the Lampards and the Gerrards and the Beckhams used to stand out. Uh, I think now you've got Saka who could easily not start for Arsenal. You've got Grealish who doesn't start for Man City. Um you know, Harry Kane is probably one of the only players in the England squad that is first name on the team sheet for for his club um I do think we've got problems in defense but but I think maybe the talent in the Premier League is just more spread out and there is talent there is English talent in in those in the squad um standouts for me uh, everybody's talking about Jude Bellingham what's crazy is that he's probably not going to start um you know, in terms of the the teams that are after him, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Liverpool, Man City. I'd love to see him play in the Premier League, of course. Um, but they're after him because he's young and he's talented. He's going to be a big player, but he doesn't have experience in these in these tournaments. Um, you know, he would have been, what, 15, 16 last time out. Uh, so it is Harry Kane. It is arguably... Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire, John Stones, who have got the experience at the back. And then we're going to have to rely on the creative flair from those players who are going to be fearless. They, they, they don't have the experience. Uh, you know, Saka, Grealish, you've got Sterling, who's a lot more experienced, who can, who can get on the ball. Is he going to start? I don't know. Um, but I think we're, we rely on the attacking flair. If you can get Madison on the pitch, if you can get him fit, those are the players that are going to have to work around those you know, England stalwarts, the the experienced players to, to make something happen. Yeah, but I think, um, you know, I think as well, I think that with England, and this is probably where the States are only at the, the beginning of their journey and they're looking to the next World Cup, is that this squad is really, the nucleus of it, have been with each other for three tournaments now. So I guess you get to know players, um, you know, well when you're playing with them. And that's probably Gareth Southgate's, uh, a lot of people have, have questioned certain members of the squad. And that's probably where he's thinking of is that these guys know each other, like you said there, Maguire, Stones, Dyer. They, you know, they've been to multiple tournaments now. They know how each other play, and they play in a system that Gareth Southgate trusts. I think uh, I'm, I'm really, for me, really interested to see how Phil Foden does. I think he 
the last Euros, he played a bit and uh, it was his first tournament. He's now progressed with Manchester City. He is a starter for Man City. Pep's got a massive opinion on him. He says he's the best young player he's ever worked with. And I mean, this guy's worked with Lionel Messi, so that's <laughs> quite uh, a thing to say. But um, yeah, I think I'm really intrigued to see how he does. And then, yeah, like you said, the likes of Grealish and Saka up front um, are on the wings, see how they can... Um, you know, bring team, bring basically make chances for Harry Kane, who has proved that he can score goals. Um, so if we move on to the states, then um, you know, obviously the the US have got a a real mix of players playing in Europe and playing in MLS. Um, you know, which uh, is great for us to see. It's great as MLS fans and MLS podcasters that we're going to have quite a lot of players there who are in the league and hopefully can do well and really show off the league. Because I think that's what we missed in 2018 was that the the big US contingent and Canadian contingent of MLS players. Um, I, I mentioned before that the States are kind of at the beginning of their journey looking to the next World Cup when they host it. I, where do you see US at the moment? Are, are there challenges to, to get into the latter stages? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think... Uh, you know, m- m- me and you and and everybody watching this with an interest in MLS knows that the states are in a much much better place than they have been for a long long time. Um, y- you know, I- I'm I find myself constantly having the conversation about the states over here, saying don't write them off. You know, they they kind of there's a preconceived idea that you know they'll they're not going to do anything, and I've had to. I've had to really warn people that the States are going to be uh, much more of a dominant force in this World Cup, much more of a problem to England, a problem to Wales than than a big problem to Wales uh, um, than, than expected. And so you're right what you say about the next World Cup. It is about that. It is about, you, you know, having that home advantage, working towards that for the next four years. But they do have a chance in this World Cup. There's there's every chance that hopefully England and either USA or Wales are are going through. And I wouldn't count the USA out. No, I wouldn't. I think if you just look down the squad of the players who are playing in Europe and there's some players that play for some massive clubs within Europe. You've got Matt Turner at Arsenal, um, Dest at AC Milan, um, you know, you've got uh, McKenney, obviously at Juventus. Keep going, and the lads at Leeds. You've Keep got going. Pulisic at Chelsea. You've Keep got going. Rainer at Borussia Dortmund. Keep going. You know, you've you've then got players that are playing for for very small European clubs like uh, I don't know uh, Haji Wright, who plays for that team in Turkey. Uh, Josh Sargent, who plays Yay! for some small club in the east of England. Get in. <laughs> But these are players are playing in Europe in big leagues and, and competitive leagues and, and doing okay, be doing well. So I think for, for people in this country, and I did see Wayne Rooney predicted that England will win 4-0 against USA. I don't, I think we'll win. I don't necessarily think we'll win that convincingly. But uh, yeah, I think to write the US off, um, yeah, I think I think it's an easy thing to do for us Brits sometimes, especially with soccer. But I, yeah, I'm with you. I won't be writing uh, the US off at all. I'm going for a one-one a, a draw between England and the US. Uh, James Madison and Josh Sargent on the score sheet. Uh, what do you reckon to that? Nice. Okay. Uh, Come on, the is, yellows. Uh, I mean, I would call that a wet dream of yours, personally, <laughs> rather than a, an ac- accurate prediction. Um, I just hope, as an England fan, and uh, 
Yeah, on our social media, we have a lot of uh, people from the States that follow us, obviously listen to the podcast. I just really hope we don't lose because otherwise I think we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to, uh, well, we're going to have to jump the gun of what Eli Musk wants to do and... Uh, just leave. Sorry, Eli. E- Elon Musk, not Eli. I've been watching too much MLS. Eli Room. <laughs> but we'll, uh, yeah, we'll have to leave prematurely. Um, right, well, many are saying that the, the biggest challenges to... Um, the US finishing second is Wales. Obviously, there's one man in particular that is the name on everyone's lips when it comes to Wales, LAFC's Gareth Bale. He showed in the MLS Cup that he's still uh, he's still got, you know, despite not playing much, he can still pull it out of the bag when it's needed. Um, how do you see Wales doing? We are the MLS UK show. We've got a big up Wales. And uh, I personally think they could surprise a few teams. Yeah, um, the reason that our logo is red is is because of Wales. Um, Definitely, promise. Um, yeah, uh, always a big fan of uh, Wales. Um, no, I, in all seriousness, I do think I do see it as quite an even tie between Wales and and the USA. I think USA have got a lot more. Um, like when we talk about the next World Cup, I think there's a lot more in the future. I think they've got a lot more to come. They've got a lot more young talent. Um, but when they face off against each other, I, I genuinely, it's a game I'm looking forward to. USA-Wales is going to be a massive game and it's the first one. And I think that is where we're going to learn a lot about what's going to happen in the group stage, providing England can get the job done. And I see it as a really even game. I, I think USA are on a big trajectory but the point they're at now is is pretty evenly matched with Wales. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think for it to be the first game as well, it's like whoever loses that game, let's say it was the States, for example, it's going to be, you know, because I, I mean, obviously Wales are a very small country, but I'm seeing a lot more of excitement coming from the States naturally. And I think if, yeah. if the US was to lose that game, the sort of the morale would just drop. And I think it would do a lot more than Wales. I think if Wales lost it, they'd still look and go, well, we can get something off England, we can beat Iran. Four points, we could go through with that. Whereas with the states, if if Wales do win, I just think it's going to just, you know, I, I I would worry then for how the states would do in the tournament. So, um, yeah, that's a really intriguing match, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Obviously, that's on after the England Iran game, so I'll be sticking around watching uh, watching that. And um, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if it was a draw, one one, Bale to score for for Wales, it would not surprise me one bit. No, I, I agree. Um, MLS Cup winner, Gareth Bale. Of course. Um, and uh, you can listen, just a little plug if you want to, you can listen to our MLS season review where we touch on the MLS Cup uh, on your podcast provider or on YouTube. So check that out. Um, right, let's move over to Canada then. It's uh, it's a weird one for us. As I said, we're, we're in our early 30s and we've been watching World Cups for many years. And this is the first time that we'll be seeing Canada in a tournament. Um, I'm... I've got to say, I'm really excited. I'm really, I'm really buzzing for them. I couldn't agree more. Um, really nice. Uh, even from a neutral, stepping away from the ML, our MLS perspective, just nice to see different teams in there, isn't it? Getting involved, but nice to see teams coming in that that have got a, a chance of winning some games as well. I think that's that puts them on a, on a pedestal for me. I think it's nice to see. You know, you expect Canada to come in and. Um, and surprise people like I'm telling everybody here that the, the states are going to surprise people as well um, I, I think they come in with with way more of a chance than than people would expect and, and their history would suggest as well 
Yeah, and I'm hoping uh, that Canada actually win the tournament because then we can say with Dane St. Clair and Kamal Miller that we've had World, World Cup, Cup winners. winners on the podcast. Yes, yeah, so um, that would be great on a personal note. But it's a tough group for Canada. They've obviously got Belgium in there. They've also got uh, Croatia and um, who else did they go? Is it? Oh, Morocco, sorry. Um, so... Yeah, I was trying to remember on my World Cup sticker book, which I've only got a few left, actually. I've had to I've had to go to Panini to get the remaining stickers. Oh, it's always an exciting time. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking looking forward to seeing how we do. Uh, obviously, all eyes are on Alfonso Davies, but, um, you know, they've got a few other players, especially the a big, massive MLS contingent in there as well as the States. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, don't get me wrong, in my bracket, I haven't got them to finish second. I've actually got Croatia to finish second in the group. But again, Canada could shock, they could shock people and, and then get into second and aim the knockout stages. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know, I think the smart money would be on Croatia. But again, Canada will be very, very happy to be there. And once they're there, they'll want to go and do really well. So um, there's absolutely every chance that they could cause a bit of a, I'm going to call it an upset. I'd, you know, I don't think it's disrespectful. Um, I, I, I really think they come in with a lot more of a chance than people would initially give them. Um, and you mentioned Alfonso Davis. What a journey for that man. Um, you know, born into a, in a refugee camp and look what he's done. Look what he's achieved in his career, getting into that Vancouver um, Vancouver two team, um, you know, playing some USL, moving up to MLS, and then that big move, unbelievable journey for that man, and now he's going to be at the World Cup. I think he's such a likable guy as well. You know, you see him on social media, like you saw him. He didn't play in the match that Canada qualified for the World Cup, but he was in tears watching it. And I think he's such a likable person, and for him to go and represent. His country, you know, his country of he's adopted, um, you know, is is fantastic, and I hope he, I really hope he does so well because he's such a talented player, and you know, he's someone that the Canadians are obviously uh, really behind, really proud of, and it'll be nice for him to to go and uh, really perform on the biggest stage because you see him for Bayern Munich, and he consistently does it, and yeah, it'd be great to see, and uh, good luck to Canada. We are rooting, we rooting for the states as well, but I think feel with Canada. You know, it's it's such a moment, this. And then obviously they'll be in the next World Cup and they can build on it. But this to actually qualify themselves outright is brilliant. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching them in the tournament. Uh, right, Elliot, let's move on to uh, our personal uh, favourites for the tournament. We're going to kind of do our predictions later on in the show. But, I mean, there are names that naturally roll off a tongue when you talk about favourites for a World Cup, but is there one or two in particular that you're really uh, fancying this time? Yeah, do you remember when we were talking about, um, We I was sat just here, we were doing a stoppage time episode ahead of uh, MLS Cup and uh, in, in start of the playoffs. And I said, oh, I just feel like MLS Cup's going to be, you know, Philly versus LAFC. And it seemed like I was just picking them because they were the best, but, I, you know... I, you kind of have to be smart, you know, and it would be crazy not to talk about the likes of France and, and Argentina for me. Um, I think Argentina is everyone's dream uh, just for uh, that little magician. Um, and you have to feel like they do actually, if you, if you just move Messi aside for a second, they do actually have talent. It's not all going to be pinned on him yes they're going to need him massively but there are there are real stars in that Argentina team um 
and France, of course, in terms of their their whole squad roster is, is absolutely stacked. So um, for me, they're going to be the teams to beat. Someone else might beat them for you. That's always the dream. That's what seems to happen for England in the last couple of tournaments. Yeah, um, England have had quite a lucky run, haven't they, in the last few, and hopefully it'll happen again. But uh, yeah, I've got to agree with you there. Argentina, I think as South, you look at South America, you look at Argentina, Brazil, because you've got to remember the temperature as well in Qatar. I think it'll suit them a bit more. Um, so yeah, I, I know the dream is for Messi to win. I mean, up to about a week ago, I think the dream of everyone was Argentina v Portugal <laughs> in the final. And a certain, yeah, certain superstar has uh, put a lot of people off that idea in the last week. But, um, yeah, you know, you've got to look at Argentina. And I think, uh, you know, you've got to look at from the European side. Yeah, France, Germany always do well in World Cups. They have that knack. I've got to say with France, though, France, if you're talking about Germany having a knack of getting to the latter stages, France also have a knack of having a really good tournament and then just imploding in the next one. So, yeah, I would not be surprised to see that either. Um, but, you know, I think, yeah, there's there's loads of teams in Europe. And this is the thing with this World Cup is because it's where it's happening and the time of year it's happening, we've not had this before. So there's going to be a lot of teams that will look and go, well, we don't really fancy doing that. We prefer it in the summer. But even when you look at England, like a lot of, with England over the years, a lot has been said that have the players burnt out when it gets to the summer. Well, you look at them now and think, well, they had this, most of them had the summer off. And then um, they've now got into the getting into the the sort of the peak of the season in November. This is when players are finally getting really fit. I mean, I know Harry Kane's. It's been said that he's kind of burnt out already, which is a bit frightening uh, from an England point of view. But yeah, I'm sure England will look at it and uh, and be confident. But yeah, I think those names. Um, you know, you you'd look at them. Spain as well. Spain and Germany in the same group. That's going to be. You know, they, that's a tough group. One of them could go out of that group, which will, will be a shock. I personally think it'd be Spain. I don't think they've got necessarily the players at the moment to uh, to get to the latter stages. But, um, yeah, fascinating. It's going to be really intriguing. Uh, right, so we're going to we'll do our predictions in a moment, Elliot. But first, as we used to on the MLS UK show, we thought, as it's our World Cup preview episode, we'd better bring back a person who you all love, who secretly is the star of the MLS UK show, Poppy, my wife, and she is here to do her World Cup kit reviews. Here's some highlights of when I recorded this with her earlier. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK show. Hi, I'm Poppy, and these are my World Cup 2022 kit reviews. Argentina. What were you thinking about those sleeves? Oh, the shoulders are awful. Honestly, just get rid of the sleeves and the shoulder. It's the black shoulders. Awful. Australia. Oh, you're doing it for me, Australia. Look at that shirt. That's amazing. That's exactly, if you thought of Australia, that is what you'd think of. It looks sandy. It looks sunshiny with a little bit of green. Love it. Belgium, the makers of chocolate. Those sleeves. Has this been made in paint? Brazil. Oh, this is very similar to Australia. It's just like a little bit brighter. You know what? It's perfect. They've even it's even got like a nice little pattern in the background. Yeah, it's giving me Rio vibes. Love it. Canada. Canada have played it safe. I mean, were we expecting anything other than a red shirt? Croatia. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. 
it's like you oh, you know what i love a picnic could use that shirt as a picnic blanket i love it england you know what i thought i was going to be really disappointed with this but i love it look at that top it's a cute little blue ombre into black love that england france so we've got a blue shirt that's got crease marks ironed into it that's all i'm seeing germany oh I, I just love it it's just a simple black stripe down the middle what oh yeah i love it and it's even got the flag around the neck oh they're so creative iran this is giving me quella de Ville vibes it's 101 dalmatians japan did we expect anything less than japan this is giving me structural engineering origami love it it's like it's amazing it's got like little folded pieces of paper it almost looks like in the background mexico i don't like the pattern i don't like that it looks like it's been sewn it looks like it's going to be a woolly jumper the texture just seems oh i just don't like it i don't like that it looks textured it's not for me holland holland orange it's what we expected it looks shiny yeah it's all right orange is my favorite color but i wouldn't purchase this one Portugal red and green never be seen you know what it's Christmas time they've come as a Christmas tree Saudi Arabia oh my gosh look at the green I absolutely love that so it's green with a like minter green yeah like a ripple kind of effect it's almost zebra print I love it that's so cool that is what um the timbers should look like Serbia that is one funny neckline Spain it's a red shirt with a blue awful collar thing. I like the flag that the flag's included. That's not even their flag. Ignore that. It's not their flag. But they've half included the flag in the collar bit with a bit of black. But all in all, it's just it's just a red shirt with a couple of colours thrown on it. Switzerland. It's awful. It's discoloured. It's it looks like that one you bought off eBay. Tunisia. Here I am ready to be controversial because I love that. I love the background print. I'd love to know more about that. I feel like I need to do a bit of research about what that pattern is. That's su super cool, but <laughs> they do look like giant boobs. Oh no, now I've seen it. I can't unsee it. USA. You know what? If you'd have not told me this was America and you'd removed that off the front, I would have absolutely guessed this was America and I don't know why, but there is something so American about it. It's probably the colours, it's probably the red and blue. Uh, it's the neckline. Everything about that screams, hi, I'm American and I pull my socks up. And last is Wales. I know it's red and I know everything about this should tell me that I hate it. But Wales, you're giving it to me. So that was Poppy's kit reviews for the World Cup 2022. It was hard to pick a least favourite because most of them were pretty awful. But I'm really sorry, Mexico, it goes to you. But the all-time winner, the one that I would actually purchase this year, Saudi Arabia. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt. MLS UK show. So there we go. There were Poppy's kit reviews, World Cup edition 2022. Always so much... Um... What's the word? Uh, insight. Yeah. 
you know, I think uh, you see so many blogs and so many like people on TV and stuff rating the kits and they're giving like the, oh, I really like that because of this and that. And, oh, that colour really, you know, it's, it is the an iconic colour for that team. Not Poppy, she looks and, yeah, she says what she does. So uh, thanks, Poppy, for that again. She'll be back for MLS 2023. Uh, so you got that to look forward to. I did notice that uh, St. Louis announced their kit the other day. Yeah, not a, not a great start. Anyway. Uh, right, before we go on this episode, episode of Stoppage Time, uh, we need to do our uh, World Cup predictions. So um, I tell you what, let's start the big one. Who's going to win it? England. Really? Yeah. Wow, pa- patriotic. So are you expecting England to have this easier run to the final? Because, you've, like I said before, you know, it's an interesting time of year to have it. Do you think that maybe some of the big hitters will uh, will falter a bit? Yeah, more sort of a stars aligning kind of kind of vibe. Um, going to have to beat some big teams at some point. So I'm going to say England, England-France final. Right, so I've, I've done... A bracket for this and I actually had England uh, losing to France in the quarterfinals so that's where my head is uh, with it um, I've gone for Argentina to win and Argentina to beat Belgium in the final uh, obviously Belgium I mean Belgium are a, such a good team aren't they and I think for, for a lot of people you kind of forget a bit about Belgium because they're not traditionally one of the big hitters in Europe but you look at some of their players like De Bruyne um, you know Lukaku this squad that they've got, and even the squad that you know are, are going to be competing at this World Cup, there's still some massive names in there who are doing really well. And this is well, this is their golden generation, and this is probably you could argue as the players are getting older, one of their last opportunities to actually win a World Cup. You'd think. Yeah, finished third last time um, ahead of England, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, I I have to agree. Um, for me. It's the golden generation, but it's it's. Can you make all of all of those players work? Can you make it work together? Um, like having a great roster in MLS, you've you've got to make that work. Um, and as they play more games, they're gonna to have to rotate, and that that strong eleven starts to become slightly weaker. Um, I do think they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna be one of the teams to beat. But I've said it now: England beating France in the final. There we go. Uh, let us know what you think. Who's winning the World Cup? Um, I mean, don't no one do a Samuel Eto'o. Did you see his bracket the other day, Elliot? Yeah, ridiculous. Cameroon to win. I mean, this this will get clipped if Cameroon do end up winning, and he is a genius, but I uh, I can't see that happening. Uh, he had England going out in the second round to Qatar, which also I, I can't really see that happening. <laughs> Um, well, let us know what you think. Let us know your bracket. Who's going to win World Cup 2022? Uh, we'll be doing episodes throughout the tournament uh, when we can jump on Zoom. And uh, we really hope that you do enjoy them. Get involved. Tweet us at MLS UK Show while Twitter's still here. Or get involved on Instagram. We're also on TikTok at MLS UK Show as well. Uh, remember, the MLS UK Show is sponsored by um, Soccer90.com. Go on their website. At the checkout, when you've got your international shirt you want or your MLS shirt, uh, then if you put in MLS UK in the discount code, you get 20% off. And uh, before we go, I've got to say as well that if you are enjoying the podcast, if you're enjoying these World Cup episodes, then uh, why don't you rate us on your podcast provider? But there's one rule and one rule only. LA Galaxy style, five stars only. 
Exactly, and that will remain throughout the World Cup. Although we could do Brazil, because they've won five World Cups. Brazil style. <laughs> uh, right, that's it from us. We'll be back next time. I've been Henry Hewitt. And I'm Elliot Holman. Enjoy the World Cup. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.